Voice of St. Louis original podcast. We've got some KMOX original reporting for you in today's edition of the St. Louis All Local. Tonight is Thursday, October 19th. I'm Michael Calhoun, our top local story. Nationwide crime stats are out, and the big question is, are they up or down? The answer might surprise you, it's both. Let's go live to the newsroom for the latest from KMOX's Maria Kina. Michael, UMSO criminologist Dr. Richard Rosenfeld says finding the correct answer cannot really be done with the numbers released by the FBI's Uniform Crime Reports and the Bureau of Justice Stats National Crime Victimization Survey. The discrepancy in the pictures they provided of violent crime in 2022 is unusually large. Aggravated assault is a major violent crime. It's measured in both the UCR data as well as the NCVS. The UCR shows a small decline, something like 2%, and the NCVS shows a doubling. KMOX has reached out to the Bureau of Justice Statistics and the FBI for an explanation. We're waiting to hear back. Live in the newsroom, Maria Kina, KMOX News. As you heard first on KMOX, the DEA in St. Louis says just hauled in a big drug bust. More than two dozen arrested this week, described as members or associates of the Black Mafia family. The Drug Enforcement Agency of St. Louis says it was an organized drug ring they helped break up this week. Special Agent in Charge Michael Davis speaking exclusively to KMOX. This was a uh, joint investigation. Uh, between DEA, uh, the Federal Bureau of Investigations, FBI, and the U.S. Attorney's Office. Uh, we uh, we indicted 27 defendants and uh, we arrested 30. Agent Davis says the majority of the charges are for distributing meth and cocaine, but fentanyl is the big one. The defendants were arrested in multiple locations, uh, out of state, some out of state, uh, so, and uh, uh, most of them were here in uh, the state of Missouri. Stuart McMillan, KMOX News. Residents in certain areas of St. Louis and St. Charles counties might soon be eligible for compensation because of radiation exposure. A town hall meeting tonight will go over the latest federal legislative updates. Just Moms STL co-founder Don Chapman says this is a big deal for people who've lived in the impacted zip codes for at least two years. You're eligible if you come down with one of the illnesses or cancers um, that are recognized by the federal government as being caused you can get your medical bills reimbursed, and there's no cap to that. Tonight's meeting is from 6 till 8 at the Trinity Church of the Nazarene in Florissant. St. Louis County wants residents in one area to know what's at stake on Election Day next month. They'll be voting on whether to approve annexation by the city of Manchester. The city wants to incorporate an area roughly bound by Manchester Road, Barrett Station Road, and Carmen Road. If it goes through, county officials say those residents could lose valuable county services and might see property values drop. Citizens can learn more about it at an open house this evening, 4 to 7, at the Greensfelder Recreation Complex in Queenie Park. Scott Jagal, KMOX News. Like uh, homework, surveys and ideas are due tomorrow at 11.59 p.m. for what St. Louis City should do with the Rams money. Aldermanic President Spokesperson Youssef Danishar says one of the ideas, having daycare and schools for younger kids. Where kids like zero to three would have access uh, to, uh, to child care, uh, which would help families return to work. Um, and, you know, allow, you know, kids to kind of start their scholastic their academic experience sooner. Senator Josh Hawley of Missouri tried to pass a resolution today to disapprove of, quote, anti-Semitic activities on college campuses. It shouldn't be hard to say we condemn this rhetoric. Hawley says just because an opinion is protected speech under the First Amendment doesn't mean everybody has to endorse it or agree. These students can say this kind of virulent, 
moral idiocy if they want, so long as they don't themselves encourage violence. Although I just say, when you say that this includes violence, that there ought to be violence, they're coming pretty darn close. Pretty darn close. Under the rules of unanimous consent, one senator can object, and Democrat Chris Van Hollen did, but not before adding. The senator from Missouri is absolutely right about the horror of the Hamas terrorist attacks on Israel. Advocates for domestic violence victims are pushing for legislation that would require police in Illinois to take weapons from alleged abusers. The measure was stopped in the regular session, but sponsor Illinois Representative Maura Hirschhauer is resurrecting it in the fall veto session. She says current law is failing victims and their families. Too often that uh, mostly women, when they're trying to leave a dangerous situation, are killed by their abusive partners. Metropolis Republican Patrick Windhorst says he has concerns about whether the proposal would stand up to legal challenges. There are certain rights that individuals have under the Constitution as it relates to searches of their home. Windhorst points out current law already provides for officials to request a search warrant at the time they're filing for an order of protection that could result in removal of weapons. Hirschhauer says her proposal would make that process automatic. Megan Lynch, KMOX News. St. Louis Circuit Court announced a $455,000 investment in services for a pretrial population yesterday, but where is that money going? St. Patrick's Center is the largest recipient of funds, receiving nearly a quarter million dollars for social services. St. Patrick's Center CEO Amanda Laumeyer is excited about what they can do with this funding. It's going to go towards workforce training, which will help people improve their lives in many different ways, and housing on top of it is really a unique and exciting opportunity for St. Patrick's Center. Other organizations receiving funding include Mission St. Louis, which will get a little over $150,000, and Places for People, which receives $57,000. Sean Malone, KMOX News. The homeless camp formerly outside St. Louis City Hall is reforming outside the neighboring Old Municipal Courts building. Alderman Rasheen Aldrich says the camps will keep forming until there's a long-term solution. At the end of the day, no matter how many encampments the city shut down, they will continue to pop up because uh, what you're doing is you're just constantly moving them from one location to another. The KMOX business desk, CVS stores are pulling certain cold medicines from their shelves. According to the Wall Street Journal, CVS says it will pull some of the most common decongestions with phenylephrine as the only active ingredient from its shelves and will no longer sell them. The move comes after a panel of advisors to U.S. health regulators raised doubts over the efficacy of the ingredient. Last month, the panel refused to back the effectiveness of oral over-the-counter medicines made with phenylephrine. CVS said other oral cough and cold products will continue to be offered to meet consumer needs. Fred Bottomer, KMOX News. As the news continues on KMOX, here's Debbie Monterey. It seems like there are always tax law changes. It's hard to keep up sometimes, but one new provision may be a surprise that affects a lot of people. Leslie Schmidt is a CPA in Crestwood. And Leslie, from what I understand, this affects the 1099K tax filing threshold, which probably already sounds like Greek to some people. So what are we talking about here? So the 1099K is a form that the IRS and online platforms used to report things like credit card sales for small businesses, but it's also used for someone who's selling items on eBay or through Venmo or maybe um, like an online marketplace, Etsy or Facebook marketplace, those types of things. Okay, so that would affect a lot of people who buying and selling things on 
marketplace or, or Etsy or maybe a farmer's market type situation or a garage sale. Lots of people do that and they don't normally think mm-hmm. about having to claim any of that. So what is the change that people need to know about? They are lowering the threshold for who will receive the Form 1099-K. The required reporting by these pla- online platforms is now $600. Anybody who has sales or revenues above $600 will get a a 1099K, whereas previously that number was $20,000 or 200 transactions. $20,000 lowered to $600 is a huge difference. Yes, it's a big difference and it is going to affect more people. It is the government's attempt at lowering the tax gap, but, but what's going to happen is people who aren't necessarily required to report the revenues they're receiving are going to get 1099Ks and maybe not know what to do with them. They'll have to seek out a tax professional or professional help to, to find out what to do. Because, for example, when you sell something in a garage sale at your home, you're selling, like, for example, a pair of tennis shoes, Nikes. You bought them for $100. You sell them for 20 you don't have a gain. So there's no tax. You do not report that, right? Same thing if I were to sell those same on Facebook Marketplace. The difference is nobody's giving me a 1099 for selling them at my garage sale, but on Facebook Marketplace, I may get a 1099 form in which I have to let the Internal Revenue Service know I did receive this income, but it is not taxable because I had, I had a higher cost on the items I sold than what I received. So would it be different if I were, say, making items on Etsy and I was buying the materials for $6 but selling it for 50 So, yes. Then you're in the business of selling that item, right? And so whether you receive a 1099K or that is what the federal government is trying to do is to have more people who are not reporting like their small business through Etsy, realize that they are supposed to be be reporting that and and start reporting that income. So what do people need to know if they are listening to this and thinking this might affect me? Do they have to start keeping all kinds of paperwork that they wouldn't normally keep? Or or what do you have to have? Well, and so one thing I also want to say, I just want to throw this in there too, that if you're paying your mom, there are a lot of people who are concerned about this. If you're paying your mom for pizza she bought or you're reimbursing your sister for the movie tickets, and you're reporting those as personal on Venmo or on any of these apps, PayPal or whomever you're paying them through, that will not be reported on the 1099K. So that that is something people should not worry about, is that reimbursements to family and or transfers of money to personal friends is not going to be reported. But what people should be concerned about is just, you know, I myself, I sell things on Facebook book marketplace from time to time, I will probably get one of these forms, but I in no way have any gains on the items I'm selling. My kids' Nike shoes, I did not make a profit on, right? And so they just need to know that they will have to report the revenue, but they can offset that, but they need to, they probably will have to seek professional help, but they, they will offset that revenue on an equal amount so that it will be tax neutral, but it does complicate their situation somewhat. There will be no bottom line additional tax cost for them, but they do have to do actual reporting in that situation. I know there is some action afoot to roll this back. Missouri Congressman Jason Smith is the chair of the House Ways and Means Committee. 
has introduced the Small Business Jobs Act, and it did pass mm-hmm. through a committee. I don't know what the timeline is. So I guess, should do you think people should count on this being rolled back or just count on maybe getting this form in the mail? I, I would not count on it being rolled back. They did roll it back last year. It was supposed to happen last year. They have already pushed it back one year. It feels likely that that will happen. Um, they're trying to get people ready. You know, my professional opinion, but I do feel like they will probably push it back another year. But I do believe eventually some form of this change is coming. All right. And I'm sure whenever it comes, there will be a lot of people who were taken by surprise. What is this? What am I supposed to do with this? Well, thank you very much for the expertise. That is Leslie Mm -hmm. Schmidt, CPA in Crestwood. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Thank you for tuning in. You can subscribe and get the St. Louis All Local on your schedule, on your device, on your favorite podcast app.